0: Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Folks, their ultimate goal is to make self-defense illegal. When I say they, I mean the Libby's. That's their their goal. They want to make self-defense illegal. They want you to get your ass kicked. Get your ass kicked repeatedly. Be afraid of getting your ass kicked. Getting your ass kicked every single day of the week. And they don't want you to be able to do a damn thing uh, about it. This is just a fact. If you see what's going on in New York, I don't know if you noticed, but I grew up in New York and I was a cop up there. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, I, I, I stayed away from the case for a couple of days because of the Bongino rule. Want to see how things played out, gather the facts. I think that's important, unlike a uh, modern day journalists who just invent the facts. There was a guy up in New York in a train causing a ruckus, threatening people and got put in his submission hold and wound up uh, passing away. And all of a sudden, the AstroTurf, BS, Bolt left. Uh, you know, they're out there, you know, low justice, whatever garbage they made up that day. They don't even know. They have no idea. I guarantee you 90% of the people there don't even know the guy's name. Guaranteed. They only heard it in a chant. And they're chanting and they're like, uh, justice for Neely. And then you ask one of the lefties there, who's Neely? They're like, oh, I don't know. I just showed up for the march. Agitation, man. That's their business. We'll talk a little bit about that today. Another Tucker video drop again, adding zeros to the man's paycheck. I'm going to talk about the attack from America from within. A crazy video on a golf course too, which should teach you all a valuable lesson, folks. I'm telling you from a guy who's fought for a long time. If you can avoid a fight in public, man, do it. You have no idea what you're getting into with these people sometimes, and some of them are trained fighters, and things can get ugly. I'll show you that video at the end. Loaded show. Uh, today's show brought to you by our friends at Blackout Coffee. You know, the, the owner of this company is such a great guy. He's I love having him on board, Blackout Coffee, because the, the owner and the, the, the operators of this company are hardcore conservatives, man. They love America. They love American values. And they make damn good coffee. He sent me a really nice thank you. And that matters. You know, it matters to me. I only take on sponsors of this show where I use the product and I believe in it. These guys align with our conservative values. They make some really unbelievable coffee roasts. Listen, here's the deal. I'm not going to recommend something to you I don't use, and I'm not going to recommend something to you either simply because they're conservative. A lot of great conservative companies. Here's the bottom line about Blackout Coffee. Not only are they conservative and love this country, but the coffee is just really, really, really good. They have a great Mother's Day gift bundle too for loving moms out there. Check out their Mother's Day bundles and all their incredibly tasty roasts today. The website, it's blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino when you're there for 20% off your first order. I did shows other guys. It's the best coffee out there. I've, I love it. I have two, three cups a day, sometimes more. Going to the Morgan Wallen concert tonight, so I may have even more, contact, uh, more coffee. That should be fun. Blackout Coffee remains true to our values. It's blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino, or use coupon code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, for 20% off your first order. Joseph, it's Friday, my friend, so if you would. It's Friday! Yeah. Yes, sir, it is. I noticed oh. some of you in the chat picked up on the fact that we have uh, invented the emoticons, uh, invented, created some emoticon, invent them. Uh, created some emoticons unique to our show, including uh, some surprise Mutley emoticons. So we appreciate that some of you are... <laughs> there you go. That's worthy of a Mutley. that moment. Thank you, Joe. So uh, we'll see that. We'll see how you guys want to use those, knock them dead. Yeah, going to the... It was Friday. I don't want to get off into my personal stuff, but going to Morgan Wallen concert tonight, asking, what are you laughing at? That's going to be fun. All of my... Everybody's got the Mutley emoticon now. I love you guys. I uh, love Morgan Wallen. It's going to be a trip, man. Me and Paul are going, I don't know how that thing's going to end up later in the night. I heard they have alcohol there. It reminds me of that scene in Bridesmaids. You guys ever see that movie? When the, the the lady, and she's like all like, uh she's like, uh as white is the driven snow and never had alcohol. She goes, I have a glass of alcohol. That'll be me tonight. <laughs> Can't wait for that. Can I have a glass of alcohol? You never saw that? That's a I great didn't see scene. see it now. Yeah, it's good. Hey, watch it. Now you'll laugh. All right. So now, It's obvious. The libs are all in and burning down our institutions. But they've got to, you know, the chaos theory, I have the walking dead theory. The liberals need fear. They need fear because if you're fearful, you will crave government as a source of sanity and stability in your life. You're like, I'm afraid, I'm afraid. Government, come rescue me, okay? The walking dead theory, when they walk in the prison in that uh, show about zombies to escape the zombies on the outside and they lock themselves in. They're like, look, we're safe here. That is... Socialism, communism, progressivism, liberalism summed up. They need you afraid so they can walk you into this ideological prison. That's why they love their street riots, their street thugs. They love getting in the streets and screaming, no justice, no peace. They don't really care about any justice at all. They must destroy institutions. Institutions are an obstacle to tyranny and socialism. But so is self-defense. The reason liberals hate guns is not because guns can be used to kill people, which they can. They can be used for a lot of good things, self-defense, hunting, sporting, but they can be used to kill people. That's fairly obvious. That's not why liberals hate guns. Come on, Dan, really? No, no, really. I know that because when you see liberals like Michael Moore, you know, a big chubby guy. Remember, he's a bodyguard or something. Had a, a, he's got an armed security. Well, they love guns. They love the fact that guns can be used to protect people. Liberals don't like guns because they don't like a sense of individual empowerment because what it does is it takes away from a a, a call for a collective body, a collective body, right? You can't have individual liberty and big government at the same time. And anything that contributes to a sense of individual liberty, oh, I got a gun, I can protect myself. I I explained that bad. That was crap. I'm sorry. To you in the chat room, I apologize. Self-defense empowers the individual, period. That's why they hate it. Should I just say things simply. They want to make self defense illegal, and what's going on in New York right now is absolute proof of that. Let me show you the video first. So this is what happened. And again, it's it, it's I, I'm a I'm a Christian. I'm Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. I'm a sinner at the same time. I don't wish death on anyone. On anyone, okay? I don't even believe in the death penalty, which kind of surprises a lot of people and always gets me a not a legged backlash. I'm just telling you the truth. It's for reasons we'll have to go into another time. The guy died. Play the video if you would. Key. So here's what happens. And I can talk over this. Right. So there's this guy. He's a 24 year old uh, Marine. He's on this train. You got this guy, Jordan Neely, apparently he was threatening people, was saying he didn't care about going to jail. Apparently had been arrested upwards of 40 plus times. Some of the arrests were for violent crimes. And clearly someone felt threatened and in danger on this train. So this guy jumps in before he attacks someone and he puts him in a submission hold, which is being uh, unfairly characterized here as a chokehold. Now, liberals will, of course, who are morons and don't know anything about self-defense. But what they don't understand is there is a difference and I need you to understand it. There is a significant difference between a what you would call a, a, a tracheal chokehold and a carotid restraint. It's not a word dance either. They are two completely different things, folks. If you were to take, say, a nightstick like they did in that movie First Blood, right? And you were to choke John J. Rambo with the nightstick on the on the windpipe. Yes, you will likely kill someone if you keep that on for even a minute or so. You'll probably crush their windpipe and they won't be able to breathe. You'll see what's happening here. It appears to me and I'm just gauging on what I can see on the video. So don't think I'm jumping any conclusion. It appears to me that this individual, the Marine, is trying to use a carotid restraint. That is not a choke in the traditional sense. It's a restraint to the carotid arteries on both sides of the neck. It occludes the blood from going to the brain. Well, wouldn't that kill you? The answer is no. Now, if you keep it on a long time, like this guy did, and you don't let it loose— Yes, you have, there is a potential you could cause brain damage and you could kill the guy. Again, I'm not condoning anything or not condoning anything here because I wasn't in the situation and didn't see the precursor to it. I'm simply suggesting to you that the left has already jumped in because they know chokehold brings back awful memories and they're already agitating in the streets and they want riots. Now, I heard a lawyer this morning. All right, you can stop there. They've seen it. Thank you. Um. I heard a lawyer on Fox News this morning, and the lawyer said, well, this guy, this individual, this Marine is going to have real problems. Uh, He probably won't be charged with murder, but he'll probably be charged with involuntary manslaughter. And he said the reason is because he applied what he believed to be deadly force to a situation where legally he may not be legally enabled to use deadly force. I question that. Let me tell you something, folks. As a guy, again, who spent decades of his life in that specific arena, training self-defense and having uh, been a contributor to the self-defense program in the Secret Service while at the training center, I'm not so sure that that's what this Marine believed he was doing. If this Marine has a background in grappling, he may have learned that in the Marine Corps. I know they teach grappling. He may have been taught the carotid restraint, which, again, is not a choke. The elbow crook actually goes on the windpipe because it creates space to not compress it. It's the forearm bone and the upper arm bone that compresses the carotid that stops the blood flow to the brain and it just basically shuts the computer down for a minute. Now, he kept it on uh, a while. We don't know how long. I don't know if he loosened it. That's why I'm not jumping to any conclusions. Just because you've got it around the neck doesn't mean you're compressing it. The guy's moving around for a long time, which says to me it's not applied correctly. My point in this whole thing is the left has no idea these facts either. You're here on a show where we do facts and not bullshit stuff. Okay? If you don't know, give the guy his day in court and shut the fuck up. You don't know squat. You don't know if this guy was trained, if he thought it was a carotid choke. Did he loosen it up? Did the guy die because he was on drugs and had a heart attack? Did the guy die from oxygen deprivation, nobody has any idea. And yet the left is already out there protesting. If the guy believed he was applying a carotid restraint, the Marine, and not a choke, then he was not applying deadly force. Do you understand? There's a difference. The lawyer assumes, oh, the guy knew he was applying deadly force. Folks, if he took out a 45 caliber uh Fabrique Nationale, and shot the guy in the head? Yes, it's pretty clear you thought you were applying deadly force. Okay? We don't know that with this guy. Stupid liberals who know nothing about self-defense, they're the first ones to go, oh my gosh, look at that. That's a a choke. Have you actually been trained in what a choke versus a carotid restraint looks like? Do you even know the difference? I don't know. Then maybe you should shut up. Just an idea until you learn about it. I mean, you guys believe in science and everything, right? Of course, that didn't stop the protests. You're the protests already. No justice, no peace, whatever. Justice for Jordan. We're going to burn it all down. I mean, this is just who the left is, folks. This is just who they are. They have none of the facts. They don't know this guy. They have no idea what he was trying to do. They see a racial component to it. The Marine was white. Uh, Jordan Neely was black. Of course, they leave out the fact that a black and a Hispanic man were trying to help the Marine in restraining this guy because it's an inconvenient narrative for them. But again, can I humbly and with the greatest of respect, I don't wish anyone dead, can I just beg liberals out there for a moment? I know you're not going to do it because you're maniacs. Please just shut them up until you know what you're talking about. If it turns out that this guy's Marine, I'm not suggesting he's going to, Turns out this guy is some serial murderer who typed out an email to his mom that morning and said, I'm going to go into the subway and kill the first black man I see. Then, yes, we've got a problem we should all address. But you don't know any of that. And you've already jumped to the conclusion like this idiot, AOC, who grew up in what we effectively called Canada and pretends to be a New Yorker. She does. I haven't said this in a while. She doesn't know squat about New York. The tired ass Jenny from the block routine is over. She's not a New Yorker. She was never a New Yorker. She grew up in what we, I, we used to jokingly call Canada. Anything outside the five boroughs. Okay. She's a Westchester woman. She is not a New York. She knows nothing about New York. Nothing. Didn't she go to Boston College? She knows nothing about New York. She's probably never been on the subway other than for a campaign video. She's like, Jordan Neely was murdered. Let me tell you something. This guy, the Marine, should sue her immediately. He was murdered? He was murdered. This was an intentional homicide? But because Jordan was houseless. Houseless? What does houseless mean? Is that a new word we're inventing? And crying for food. And is that between the threats, by the way, AOC? I'm not, you know, I can't even, it's disgusting. No, you're disgusting. Because let me tell you something. AOC would be the first person, understandably so, begging that Marine for help if this guy came up and was trying to attack her. She's such a freaking phony fraud fake. She's the biggest poser in Congress. The Jenny from the, listen, listen, is fake and phony. She is nothing more than an upper middle class elitist snob who got lucky in a congressional seat because of an apathetic opponent. opponent. I'll give her, because she knocked on a lot of doors. Good for her. She had an apathetic opponent who didn't see her coming. And now we're stuck with this idiot forever, stirring up racial hatred. Has New York had enough yet of this crap? Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know. I don't know. Carol Markowitz was kind enough to put this New York City voting map. I told you my story being in New York in the 1980s and the early 90s. Folks, 3,000 homicides over a couple years. 3,000 people. What is this? Afghanistan. Finally, people had enough. Giuliani ran; he won right there. No, he lost. Then Giuliani ran again after another two thousand homicides, and he won. And he won re-election because finally it got bad enough. Is this case the turning point? Because I can guarantee you, man, this guy goes to trial. There's a slim chance he's going to get convicted. You don't think New Yorkers driving the sub, riding the subway, you don't think they've been accosted by people like this before? You think they're going to convict this guy? Look at this voting map. Here's citywide, the five boroughs. If you know New York, you know what you're looking at here. You got Manhattan. You got the boogie down Bronx. You got Brooklyn, Shaolin Island. You got Queens. It's all right there. Sitting right there for you. Look at all those areas going red. Folks, this is what all the Republicans moving out. These areas in New York still going. Look at Long Island, which is where I actually grew up until I moved into the city when my parents got the board. Look at Long Island, one almost completely red. This used to be deep blue. I'm just telling you, folks, are things bad enough yet? Clearly not. We still got Eric Adams up there. but And by the way, don't buy into the Eric Adams stick. I heard a couple of people on Fox yesterday uh, say that. Oh, Eric Adams, I got a lot of respect. I love these guys. But don't fall for this routine, please. As a friend, I'm begging you. Eric Adams, when it gets hot enough about this case, I promise you is going to change his mind. I promise is going to change his mind. Is it bad enough yet in New York? I don't know. We'll see. Folks, the attack on America from within is existential. We're dealing with evil here. We're not dealing with simple political fights. We are dealing with straight up evil. They want to destroy every institution out there. Policing, the FBI, the intel community, the DOJ, the Constitution, the ability to defend yourself. And they used to be able to go to the courts to do this. There is a destruction going on of our institutions right now. And it's plotted and it's planned. I'm going to talk about that next. Something happened the other day, and this is not an accident. This is happening on purpose. Let me get to my next sponsor first. Always appreciate your patience, folks. Uh, ERC, the Employee Retention Credit. What's that? Well, if you own a small business, you know the value of time. Innovation Refunds knows it too. That's why they made it easy, no matter how busy you are, to apply for the ERC or Employee Retention Credit. Go to GetRefunds.com. GetRefunds.com to get started in less than eight minutes. See if your business qualifies for ERC assistance. Your business may be eligible for a payroll tax refund of up to $26,000 per employee kept on payroll during COVID-19. Innovation Refunds has already helped clients claim over $3 billion in payroll tax refunds through the ERC. They may be able to help your business too. There's no upfront charge either. They don't get paid until your business gets its refund. Many businesses believe they won't qualify based off incomplete or outdated information, but don't let this opportunity pass you by. Because this payroll tax refund, folks only available for a limited amount of time. Go today to GetRefunds.com. That's GetRefunds.com. GetRefunds.com. Thanks, GetRefunds.com. Folks, they're trotting through all our institutions, man. They're tearing them to pieces, shredding them up, policing the DOJ, the FBI, all of it. They are tearing it to shreds. The intel community, all of it. This is an existential fight. Have you seen what's going on, by the way, with the courts? These relentless, endless attacks on Clarence Thomas? Clarence Thomas, let me get this. Let me be absolutely crystal clear. Everybody look at me. Fokker, that's an O, by the way, for those FCC folks. Although FCC don't apply to podcasts, right? Fokker, remember that movie? Pay attention here, please. Clarence Thomas is an American hero. You will never meet a finer human being than Clarence Thomas. I was working a security detail in my prior line of work once. And you know what? I was at Michael Chernoff's house, former DHS secretary. Clarence Thomas came over for dinner. It was dark out. They were leaving. As I walked out, Clarence Thomas, I put my flashlight out to make sure that they could see the driveway and not trip. It was in a part of Montgomery County. Clarence, I couldn't see his face. So he said, have a good night. I thought he was talking to Michael Chertoff, so I didn't answer. Kept walking. He looked at me again. and Finally, I could see his face because there was a streetlight outside. And he said, I said, have a good night. And he'd say it rudely. He said it like he wanted to make sure I knew He was talking to me and recognized me. Clarence Thomas is an American hero. And he's under ruthless, relentless attack with his wife, who's a patriot, Ginny Thomas. Why? Because they don't like Clarence Thomas? Well, yeah, obviously they hate him, but that's not it. It's because they want to tear apart the Supreme Court because there's a 5-4 conservative majority. Oh, Dan, I thought it was 6-3. John Roberts is not a conservative, period. It's 5-4. Right. They want to, you damn well know it's right. I'm right about that. It's 5-4. They don't like those odds. So now they're going to destroy the Supreme Court's legitimacy, say the legitimacy and stack it. That is the only reason you are seeing all this stuff about Clarence Thomas. But I got to move on. It's a relentless assault on our institutions. The DOJ, the FBI, the intel community. It is existential. We will not survive this if we unless we recognize it for what it is. It is an effort to tear the United States to pieces. Now we find out yesterday, it's just the news. This is in my newsletter. I haven't mentioned that this week. Um, Subscribe to the newsletter if you don't mind. It's free, bongino.com slash newsletter. We don't spam your inbox. Read this article. Now we know that two former CIA goons, Mike Morrell and John Brennan, two losers. These are the, I mean, these were the bosses. They, They ran the CIA. Now we know they were emailing each other about the infamous Hunter Biden laptop is Russian disinformation thing. Remember that? These two CIA losers, deep state hacks, who want nothing more than to destroy this country as long as they can kiss the ass of the Biden family with their lips surgically attached and puckered up to Joe Biden's rotting oatmeal ass. That's what they did to get a freaking job. They abused their position to make up a fake story about the Russians making this laptop thing. Emailing each other because they just wanted to give Joe Biden a talking point disgusting, garbage, filth people who raised their hand and swore to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States while they took a big freaking dump on it. Pardon my language. It's behind the scenes of a You would think it's so. a bad one, not even a good one. They weren't smart enough to not put it on email. <laughs> right, idiots? Here's John Solomon, the great John Solomon, reporter on Real America's Voice yesterday, talking about how unbelievable it is that two
1: CIA directors colluded to make up a fake story about Hunter Biden's laptop. Check this out. This is a very important email. It comes from the former CIA director, Mike Morrell. Yes, the guy that organized that letter from the 51 intelligence professionals who tried to fake you into thinking that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation when it wasn't. Uh, It is between him and John Brennan, one of the signatories. You know who John Brennan is? He was Obama's CIA director, right? He's the guy that told Obama, hey, Hillary Clinton is doing a dirty trick on Donald Trump called Russia collusion. Well, this is just before the presidential debate between Donald Trump and and, uh, Joe Biden. Hunter Biden's laptop is is flinging out there. This is what Mike Morrell, former CIA director, tells his successor, John Brennan. Hey, sign this letter because I'm, quote, trying to give the campaign, particularly during the debate on Thursday, a talking point to push back on Trump on this issue. A man with a security clearance, a man with the title of CIA director, knew that he wasn't creating an intelligence product, uh, 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 American civic duty with 51 people. He was trying to create a political moment, damning evidence. We'll try to find out if Congress has this letter, but this is a very important piece. It is the ultimate proof that what went out on That letter was a political dirty trick coordinated with the Biden campaign.
0: Sally Sharf in the chat says she loves John Solomon. Me too. Only the best reporter out there. Unbelievably well sourced. Beat everyone to the Spygate thing. Folks, two freaking CIA directors who swore to protect and defend the United States openly lied to give Joe Biden a talking point, a fake one, that Hunter's laptop that he signed for and dropped off himself with his own emails on it was Russian disinformation. The leftists, you understand this is a rotting, metastasizing cancer. It's going to destroy this country if we don't confront it is what it is. Evil. I'm working my way into unfiltered Fridays. You could probably tell. I want to hit you all at once with totally unfiltered Dan. This, I don't know if all of you can take it. <laughs> We're getting there. Yeah. They want, <laughs> Joe's that's why you say that. <laughs> <laughs> John Solomon nailed it. These two pieces of human garbage understood that all they were doing, using their the, the the patina of seriousness, that they were CIA people and had access to privy intel, they just made up a story. To give Biden a talking point at the debate, that his corrupt, crack-smoking son uh, was in fact a product of Russian disinformation. You remember this at the debate because, believe me, Biden took total advantage of this. Check this out: there are fifty former national intelligence folks who said that what this he's accusing me of is a Russian plan. They have said that this is has all the care four five former heads of the CIA. Both parties say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. Nobody believes it except them. his and his good friend Rudy Giuliani. You mean the laptop is now yeah. another Russia, Russia, Russia hoax? And you that's exactly be. what is this way exact- you Again, I'll say for the tenth time: I don't know who Rudy Giuliani is. The rotting bag of oatmeal can't even say his name. I know who Rudy Giuliani is. I don't know Rudy Giuliani. I don't know who that is. You understand? This was wasn't. I don't even want to be nice. It was a political dirty trick. No, it was a scumbag move. Okay, let's just call it what it is. Let's just call it what it is. It was an effort to steal an election by two people paid by the taxpayer to protect and defend the United States who gave us all the freaking double-barreled middle-finger Aruski. Total human scum. All the conspiracy theories, folks, they're all coming true. So what do we do? What do we do? You know, fairly enough, one of the criticisms, and I'm glad you all keep me frosty, whether it's a live chat or Facebook, whatever it may be. um, Some of you say, Dan, give us solutions. And I got to focus on that more. I try. I try as often as I can, but sometimes I'm as angry as you and I honestly get lost in the emotions. But let me tell you something, for as great as it is to be passionate about a topic, folks, it isn't going to do jack to solve anything unless you have an action plan. I saw this tweet from Will Chamberlain the other day, and he nailed it. Two simple steps to stop the chaos, stop the takeover, and combat the evil right now. Two simple steps. His tweet went pretty viral, and other people started chiming chime it in, too. He said, the red state blueprint is pretty simple. Strip as much power from local blue jurisdictions in your state and impose law and order on your blue cities. Amen, brother Will. And deter progressive in-migration to your now utopian state with aggressive social conservatism. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The verdict is in. I love me some Will Chamberlain. Noah Pollock then chimed in number three. Ruthlessly attack and intrusively regulate the citadels of leftist power, K-12 public schools and public universities. Yes, sir, again. The verdict is in, Noah. You're damn right. You're in Texas You got Austin taking over with crazy blue defund the police stuff. Nah, not going to happen in my state. Step up. Step up. You got some crazy prosecutor in Florida, George Soros guy, in that Tampa area over there screwing around. What happened to him? And you guys remember what DeSantis did? Said, "Uh, see ya. We're going to remove you from your position. Oh, they'll just vote him back in. Fine. Make him run again. Good. Go ahead. Knock yourself out. Ruthlessly. Regulate the citadels of leftist power, K-212. Starve these blue cities of their ability to destroy the rest of the state. And deter progressive in Listen, it's a free country. I can't tell people where to move, nor would I want any rule saying that. I'm not a totalitarian like leftists, But I've said to you, and I'll say again, I'll say over and over to leftists out there. We don't want you here. Listen to me clearly. It's a free country. Your rights will be respected in these places. I'm not Antifa. I'm not going to boycott your house or picketing in front of your house. I see you in the street. I'll wave to you too. But I want to be absolutely crystal clear. And everyone listen up. And listen up good. We don't want you here. We don't want you in Florida. We don't want you in Tennessee. We don't want you in Wyoming. And we don't want you in Texas. Stay in the states you destroyed. And fix your own mess. We don't want you here. You're not wanted. I don't know what part of that you don't understand. You want to defund the police? Crap on kids in public schools, teach them to be racist? You want to stick your junk in their face at Drag Queen Story Hour? Do it in your own hell holes. Stay out of our states. We don't want you. And your BS conspiracy theory crap, too. I had a video coming up after the after this quick break about that. Another conspiracy theory comes true. I'm telling you, man, this is just, uh, it's incredible with these idiots. They just don't stop. Uh, I appreciate your patience. Again, our sponsors keep the show free. So uh, one of my favorites, windshield. Wow, listen, my dad, I don't know if I told you, this, he used to detail cars. He was a figure eight driver. And when I was a kid, he taught me how to compound of wax and carnauba and all that stuff. So I'm into cars. I love my cars, but I like them clean. If they're not clean, it can get dangerous, especially on your windshield. So a guy reached out and said, hey, I want to send you this product. Try it out. I said, all right. He sent me the windshield. Wow. And what is it? It's a cleaning pad. It's a paddle, right? And it has a magnet. So here's your windshield. You get the magnet on the outside, the magnet on the inside. And what you can do is you can clean the windshield on the outside and the inside at the same time. It gets in all those nooks and crannies. The thing will be squeaky clean. Here's the problem, especially down here in Florida. It rains every day at about 3 o'clock, so you get these hazy, nasty windshields. And it's dangerous, especially with the glare down here. You got to keep your windshield clean. Throw this thing in the back of your car. Buy one for your wife, your daughter, your son. The windshield WoW applies a firm cleaning pressure for you, and it's super thin. Gets in those tight dash areas. The magnets are super strong. It cleans easy, it's fast, it's done quick, inside, outside, all in one, bang, 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 up and down. I like my windshields clean, Needham's clean, windshield wow is the way to go. Paul and I were so impressed. We got two, actually got three, got one for my daughter too. Go to windshieldwow.com. Get this ingenious cleaning device now. That's windshieldwow.com, windshieldwow.com. Use code Bongino at checkout. We love promo codes for a special discount. That's windshieldwow.com. Thanks, Wow windshieldwow, for being one of our newest sponsors. Really dig your product. Cool stuff. All right, back to the show. So another reason we don't want lefty, liar, lunatic, crazy people around um, is because they're liars and they're frauds and they're fakes. I got a video coming up of Karine Jean-Pierre in a minute. Again, just lying. They're fakes. They're phonies. They're frauds. They hate America. They hate institutions. Keep it where you are. Stay in New York. Stay in Illinois. Stay in Chicago. Don't move here. Don't move here. Please don't move here. Remember, they told us uh, the gas stoves thing was a big conspiracy. Remember that? Uh, No one's coming to take your gas stoves. And I covered it yesterday, how New York just passed a law uh, forbidding the hookup of new gas stoves for certain uh, locations. Well, here's the lefty crazy losers in the media, again, who lie to you all the time. Uh, t- saying just weeks and months ago that that was all just a big conspiracy theory. Check this out. You might think that the U.S. government is coming for your gas stove. That is a new and absolutely ridiculous one. Turns out Fox News and Republicans are up in arms because they say the government is coming to take Your stoves. What Republicans are saying
1: is, damn it, they're going to take your gas stove. The GOP have been stoking a ridiculous new freak
0: out about gas stoves. No one is taking your gas stove. The right wing freak out over the use of gas stoves is merely the latest in a long series of made up culture war battles designed to enrage and rile up their right wing and paranoid base.
1: Republicans are prone to conspiracy theories, whether it's, you know, the kooky like JFK
0: Jr. is coming back from the dead to run with Trump or um, the sort of duplicitous like this administration's coming to take away your gas stoves.
1: Republicans have turned a government warning about your health into a lie about Democrats trying to take your
0: stoves. Well, as you can see from the Wall Street Journal article we covered the other day, uh, New York just banned the gas stove. So, uh, you know, again, these folks are just liars, folks they are totally discredited clowns. Stay where you are. Democrats, please do not come down here. We don't want you around. They're just liars, too. They destroyed our kids' lives pushing for these school closures. Now, again, because I'm not a liar or a bull, you're like Democrats, there are Republicans who played into this school-closing nonsense, too. A lot of them. But, however, and this is a fact, the conservative Republicans were the first ones to realize what a disaster this was, and the schools opened far quicker in non-union states than in Republican-leaning areas. That's a fact. Okay, here's Corrine Jean-Pierre pretending that all of a sudden the Democrats that wanted schools closed because teachers unions wanted them closed were big advocates for getting the schools open. This woman is such a freaking liar. It's pathetic. Check this out. As you just said, kids have lost so much in the pandemic. This is why when the president walked in, he made that he made a priority uh, to open schools. Uh, one of the things that was important to do to make sure that our kids who have lost so much were able to go back in-person school if they choose, have the resources that they needed uh, that to, to really succeed and move forward uh, in their education. And we saw that, unfortunately, the pandemic had a, uh, a unfortunate effect on our, young, on our young people, on our kids. This is just shameless. This is shameless. The people in the press room should have started laughing just to mock her. Alinsky's rules, ridicules a powerful weapon. There's no comeback for it. They should have started laughing. She's such a clown and a joker. We got an election coming up, however. We can change a lot of this stuff. And it's important we start turning out and organizing now. Listen, I get it. A lot of people out there are very bitter and understandably so about the last two elections. Did they cheat? Of course they cheat. But ladies and gentlemen, even despite their cheating, we've still managed to win. And pretty often, we run the House, we just annihilated the Democrats in Florida, destroyed them in Texas, had some huge wins around the country. North Carolina is a bloodbath for them. Folks, they're in real trouble. I get this question a lot. I'm just going to address this quickly. A lot of people ask me all the time, You know, should Trump or someone start a third party? And without going too deep into the details, my answer, which disappoints a lot of you, but I'm only going to tell you the truth. Having run for office, I've studied this thing six different ways from Sunday. My answer is always, no, you shouldn't. Why? Because at the presidential level, a third party could work at the state level. A governor's race and has, as a matter of fact, maybe even a Senate race. For the presidency, absolutely not. Why is it not going to work? Because you've got to get 270 electoral votes from the states to be the president. Correct? Everybody knows that. If you don't, the race goes to the House. There is not a chance in hell that Republican and Democrat members of the House of Representatives who have all kinds of stuff on the line, chairmanships and all this stuff, are going to vote for someone outside their party. I I get it. It's not fair. I'm just telling you it's true. However, if someone else were to run as a third party, there's an interesting piece in the Wall Street Journal. This is good by Galston. There's this no labels party out there, which is, you know, just dopey. No labels may reelect Donald Trump. He makes an interesting point in the piece that just over half of today's rank and file Democrats, uh, they identify as liberal or very liberal, compared with nearly three quarters of Republicans who call themselves conservative or very conservative. You tracking? So more Republicans are ideologically aligned than Democrats, right? So he goes on. He says a center-seeking candidate, a third-party candidate, would therefore appeal more to Democrats and Republicans. And a winning Democratic coalition would include far more moderates, including moderate independents, than a Republican coalition. So, although I don't think Trump or anyone else should run as a third-party candidate, uh, any serious Republican because they'd strip away Republican votes. If a lefty wants to run his third party like Robert F. Kennedy Jr., I'm all for it, baby. Knock yourself out because I'm about winning. I'm not about bullshit. I'm not about garbage. I'm not about effing around. I'm about winning. So if RFK gets in as a third party candidate or Joe Manchin, knock yourself out, kids. I love that idea because then the numbers are on our side like that. not about screwing around. I'm about winning. All right, I want to get to the Tucker thing, and I got questions for Dan. We'll try to take a couple from the chat room, too. You all are pretty awesome. Let me get to my last sponsors, Tucker Videos. Hilarious. Adding zeros, baby. Adding zeros. Every video comes out, you're adding zeros to Tucker's next paycheck. I love how they think this is damaging. Shows how stupid the people on the left really are. Got that and a lot more, including video of a fight that should not have happened. Do not get in street fights if you can help it. Please, I'm begging you. Folks, Liquid IV. If, this is like a house favorite, right, Ghi, Ghi Always. Looks, Liquid IV is kind enough to send us a lot of the product. So sometimes if it's a slow month for me, uh, bring it upstairs. If I remember, give it to Guy. Guy always loves it. Liquid IV is a category-winning hydration brand. Their hydration multiplier is a one product you're missing in your daily routine. You're probably dehydrated. The irony is you probably don't even know it. In just one stick of liquid IV, you get five essential vitamins. Use it first thing in the morning before a long workout, a long night out, and on long flights. Folks, I'm not going to lie to you. I have this little liquid IV thing I do if I'm having a long night out. Uh, if you know what I mean, Joe, long night out. Oh, yeah. Mm. Joe's spoken to me after a few of those. Yeah. I'm like working out all night. I will take a liquid IV before I go out and first thing in the morning and magically you feel good. It's amazing. One stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water contains five essential vitamins, B vitamins, vitamin C, three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks, and it's made with premium ingredients. This lady who used to work for us loves it so much that when the shipment comes in of it, she comes over our house and takes like a half an hour trip over just to grab (laughs) some. Grab your liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco. You can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code Bongino at checkout. You'll feel a difference if you're hydrated. Try it out. That's so all I'm asking. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Bongino at liquidiv.com, liquidiv.com. Thanks, Liquid IV. Yeah, it does taste good. I know. It, you add sour apple? The tangerine is one of my fans. I like tangerine. Sour apple, I, I like tangerine a little bit, but it is good stuff. And zeros, baby. And zeros. So the left-wing lunatics at Media Matters, uh, they continue to publish videos that are like sizzle reels for Tucker Carlson's next show. Joe knows, Joe knows what a sizzle reel so is. You may <laughs> not know what a sizzle reel is like if Joe Armacost was going to do the Joe Armacost podcast, yeah. you put Joe, we would edit like some hot takes and you put him in what they call a sizzle reel and you show it to people. Hey, look how cool Joe is. Right? So this is like a sizzle reel for Tucker. Whoever's leaking these videos, you're making this guy unbelievably rich as interest in Tucker just grows and grows. Newsmax is like running polls every night. Do you want Tucker at Newsmax? It's like 99 to 1. Get us, Tucker. You got this one guy offering him $100 I mean, we love to. Everybody loves the guy. This is doing no damage at all, and they keep coming out. Here's the latest one where the makeup artist, he's making some joke about powdering your nose in the uh, what the women do in the powder room or whatever. And then he tells the lady, how this is in any way looks remotely bad for Tucker is, is, is insane to me. And I want you to notice halfway through how he really cares about this lady. And he's like, you're such a good person. Like, you put up with my jokes and all this stuff. And the hilarious thing is liberals think this this makes him look bad. Check this out. Can I ask you a question? You don't have to answer. It's personal. Not speaking of you, but more in general of ladies. When they go to the ladies' room and powder their noses, is there actually nose powdering going on? Sometimes.
1: Ooh. I like the sound of that. Most of the
0: time it's lipstick.
1: If ever break out?
0: You don't have to. Not, in, it? not no. in the back. Okay, no. not in the back. Okay. That'd be more a dorm activity. Okay. This is not in nervous territory. I'm sorry. So you are such a good sport, such a good person. Thank you. I know you do, but you do not deserve that, and I mean it with great affection. I got you, man. Which way do you want to go? Yes, ma'am. Sorry. Let me tune in. Uh, if you can explain to me how that even remotely makes Tucker Carlson look bad, then, uh, you know, you're probably worth $100 million yourself. It's just insane. This is the worst PR hit job I have ever seen in my entire life. And I will continue to insist that I am not, sh- I'm, not I'm actually, I don't think this is a Fox opera. I just don't think it. I'm going to tell you something, You an angle on this. I said this to my wife. Like, I know I got to get going, man. Gosh. I want to play this golf video. and Pay close attention to what I'm about to say. Explain explained this to my wife last night. She says, why do you keep saying that on the air that you don't think Fox is behind this? Folks, I've got no dog in this fight anymore. I don't work there. If anyone has a reason to be angry, it's me. I'm part of the story. I'm just removing myself from the story for the purpose of the show. I'm not happy about a lot of things. Okay, I invested 10 years of my life there. But, folks, they have other hosts there. They cannot lose their whole roster. Why the would Fox leak videos that, one, don't make them look bad, two, leaking them to Media Matters, who's inevitably going to give up Fox one day and go, hey, Fox leaked that. They're phonies, too. Three, why would they leak a video about Dominion when they don't want to talk about Dominion? They probably got 100,000 hours of stuff And in four, why is no one at Fox saying any comment on this at all? If it's not their video, why aren't they just saying it? Well, Dan, that's, that's evidence that they did it. No, it's not. Why would Fox not want to comment on this? Because think this through, man. Think it through. You're not going to hear this anywhere else. If someone at Fox, but not the management, right? There's definitely a beef there, right? Definitely a beef, and it's crushing Fox right now. But if someone in management ordered that hit, then other people would know about it within the company. So think about it, right? If they come out and deny it and say, we didn't do this, it's not us, then what's the first, if you're a host on the network, what do you guys, you get where I'm going with this, Key? You're a host at the network on Fox. You're, say, Gutfeld or someone else. And Fox comes out and says, because I don't think they did this, hey, we didn't do this. What's the first thing you're thinking? You don't know, do you? Because it's the first thing I'd be thinking. Maybe it's because I'm behind that camera all the time. Fox doesn't have custody of its own video? What the hell's going on there? Do they have stuff about me that's out there in the Ethernet that they don't know about? Trust me on this one. I'm not sure. Could be. But I think a lot of people are jumping to a lot of conclusions on this. All right, I'm going to have to skip this next uh, Tucker Video Geek because I want to get to the questions. I'll get to it next week. There was something, I was just, it's something just interesting. Some great advice. The advice was basically keep your books. No, not the online ones, hardcover. And I just want, bought a whole collection of books. It's funny. I want to, because those are the repositories of our history and these digital stuff. Yeah, go get yourself books, like real books and a good collection. So I'll play that next week. I want to show you this first. Gee, throw that video on. This is happening on a golf course. It's kind of, if you're watching on Rumble, you can see in the background, there's two guys, they get in a fight. The backstory here apparently is some golf balls hit some of the people's homes. The dad came out, hey, stop hitting these golf balls near my house. Uh, Got really aggressive with two of these guys. And it turns into basically a bloodbath fight. Well, as it turns out, according to the local reports, one of these guys is a former trained MMA fighter. Folks, listen, man, um, I've trained in like 10 or 20 different jiu-jitsu schools. Those schools have hundreds and hundreds of students. There are millions of people out there right now who do jiu-jitsu, judo, wrestling, boxing, Muay Thai. If you can avoid a street fight, please, in in name of everything that's holy, for the sake of you and your kids, avoid it. Oh, but I'm going to look like a chump. It's better than looking dead. You have no idea these guys were they probably saw two golfers, you know, Joe? I'm Like, ah, these guys are golfers, <laughs> yeah. you're to take them. Right. The guy was an MMA guy, beat the living crap out of this guy. He's probably got a broken jaw now. You see this guy, you know, the you see how easy you can kill someone in these dead. other kids. We don't yeah. know how he died, but don't get dead. Don't get Please. dead. Please. I'm just begging you as a friend. I'm 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 six one. I'm two hundred and nine point six pounds this morning. I weigh myself every day. I'm a pretty big dude. Trained, boxed, all that stuff. You want to start a fight with me? Unless you hit me or hit my kids or get, like, handsy with them, I'm walking away, man. You should, too. Don't get dead, folks. We we have a don't get dead emoticon? We do? <laughs> yeah. Oh, awesome. Look at that. Got... <laughs> all right. Uh, let's get to uh, questions for Dan. Sorry. All right. I'm always going <laughs> to, now that we're on the live show, make sure we hit that thing. All right. First question, RMAC323. To lighten things up a bit, do you have a favorite tattoo or a tattoo you regret? Do you plan to get more? Does Paula have any? Uh-huh. Love your show and appreciate your fierce patriotism. Paula does not have any tattoos, although I would not mind if she did. I like tattoos. <laughs> um, My cross here, I pretty much uh, love. And I've got uh, the Jesus fish on my back. Got something up here. Little bad horrible rose that was my I think first tattoo it was small' it was the only thing I can afford the guy was like give me 20 bucks he was a biker I'll put a tattoo on him. Like, what do you want he's like the only thing I can do is this rose my brother's got the exact same one so I'd probably get rid of that one but whatever I've had him for so long at this point do you really think the Republicans this is L Church do you really think the Republicans starting at the negotiating table negotiating table with a budget level of four months ago is really a win I do not I do not however ladies and gentlemen we do not control the Senate. And again, as I told you in the beginning of the show, I want to win. And I believe in tactics. Folks, it's not selling out if you don't have the votes, okay? Now, if the Republicans had the House and the Senate and accepted that, I would say to you, yes, oh, Dan, you're just, uh, no, no, I'm not just doing anything. We legitimately don't have the votes in the Senate side. We had to get something that was going to get a couple of moderate Democrats on board in the Senate side to corner Biden. Is it a win? Absolutely not. It's a bankruptcy failure. It's, we're going to go bankrupt. Is it the only thing we could get right now? Sadly, it is. I wish I had a better answer for you. At Pamcake67. Dan, I'm not much of a reader. I get audiobooks and I listen on my commute. Will you be reading the audio version of your new book? Yes, ma'am, I will. Here's a little note I wrote to myself last night. It says, W A V. Chapter three, what's W-A-V? Joe knows that. It's a wave file. Yes. I had to record it in wave file. I recorded it on this microphone last night. That note says chapter three because last night I read chapter one and two. And uh, what you're going to love about the audio book, I hate to ask you to buy both. My book is called The Gift of Failure. It's available now for pre-order. Um, and I don't, you shouldn't have, but the audiobook is going to be different than you've seen in the past. Wait, you're not going to read the book? No, I read the book. But... At multiple points in chapter one and two, I just go off script and start talking about totally different things. I was thinking as I was writing the book. So we're going to call it the audio version, the director's cut. (laughs) It's good. I did one and two yesterday. Hey, Dan, what in life is worth more effort? Uh, What in life is more effort than worth it? At Marianne. Uh, Interesting. You know, I thought about this the other day. I was driving down towards route one, headed over to the gym. And I saw a guy in uh, about a 90-degree day in Florida on the side of the road begging for money. The guy walked up and down the street. I sat there at the light for a minute. He probably walked about, I don't know, 50 yards or so. And I thought to myself, he probably does this 10 hours a day. So he probably walks about 10 miles a day in the 90-degree Florida sun. And I thought to myself, maybe this guy should get a job. It would be a lot easier. I mean, he didn't seem like he had any kind of uh, physical disability whatsoever. He was like, had to sign up. He was walking briskly. So, what in life is more the effort than it's worth? Uh, honestly, folks, not getting a job when you can go out and get a job. I thought of that the other day. This guy must have gone through 40 gallons of water, walking up and down the street, asking people for money. And you know what? You may find it cruel. I don't. I said to my daughter, don't ever ask people for money. I mean, if you are broken and you need it and you're in that hole in your life, fine. But that guy could have. He could have worked. Hey Dan, at Freddie Mo, while an active employee of the Secret Service, are you permitted to carry a firearm on an airplane? If so, did you and why? Yes, of course, you're allowed to carry a firearm on a plane. How else do you think the Secret Service gets to these sites? Oh, they fly with the president. No, no, no. The working shift flies on Air Force One with the president. The body men, the advance team, and everyone else they fly commercial. They get there with their guns. I'm not going to tell you how the process works because I want to cause a security problem, but we don't go through the regular line like everyone else. But yes, you absolutely walk on that plane with your gun in a holster. You got to keep it concealed, by the way, on a plane. Uh, that's their rules. But, uh, and you got to introduce yourself to the pilot, the air marshals. There's a whole process. But yeah, thousands of times. All right. All right. Is that What do we got? We got any more? That's the last question. All right. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're running out of time, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. Love you all. Got my radio show coming up. In about seven minutes, what is that? That time say eight fifty three. Yeah, am I crazy? Like that? That's I got this time in front of me. It's like totally. Yeah, this clock is like totally uh, off. Eleven fifty three. Yeah, eleven fifty. It's like three hours behind. Something must have went wrong. But thank you for tuning in. Please join us for the live chat if you're listening on Apple or Spotify. We appreciate it. But check us out on the live chat, Rumble.com/slash Bongino. Every day at eleven a.m. Eastern time, and we were number ten on track. The top 10 podcasts in the country, that's thanks to you. And the dirty little secret, it's due to subscriptions and follows, not necessarily listens all the time. So if you don't mind, it's free. Just go to Apple, Spotify, and Rumble, if you would, rumble.com slash Bongino, and please click that subscribe and follow button. It's free. It helps us enormously. I will see you all back here. I'll see you at the Morgan Wallen concert tonight if you're going to be there. Otherwise, I'll see you back here on Monday. Good day, sir. You just heard Dan Bongino.